0: Muck Delivery brings a top tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Just starting to believe a little bit. Well, Hoylett's got the better of Buxton puts it into an area, Keough, Zamora! Unbelievable! From the very brink of elimination, Bobby Zamora has sorely scored another playoff winner.
1: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the W12 podcast. We're on number three of the season. Uh, We've got lots to get through. Uh, We've God, let's just welcome on the call, we've got up the arse boys, we're excited to have them on, we've got Louie and Ollie, how are you, you boys? Are guys, yeah all, good, how you all doing? good,
2: not bad, cheers for uh, telling us we could come on, buzzing for it.
1: That's all right, yeah no worries.
2: Ollie how are you mate,
1: are you in a field? I am,
3: I am in a field, <laughs> <laughs> middle <laughs> of
1: afternoon. Are, <you>? <laughs> are we going to hear cows going on? I hope not, I hope not. <laughs> All right, well, we better excuse that just in case anyone hears a cow going off, that's why. (laughs) (laughs) And we've got Duncan on. How are you, Duncan? Yeah, I'm good, mate. You all right? Good week? Very good, very good. I I know, you know, we talk about QPR, but it is a mad week at the moment for football, isn't it? Transfers just seems to be... I've literally just looked at my phone and saw Eden Hazard on on his way to the Juventus.
3: Jesus.
1: It just seems to be the mad merry-go-round, doesn't it? Just it's like it
4: was like one is. move, wasn't it? It's one those one move happens and then literally took like a domino effect and players just go boom, 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 and clubs just swap everybody.
2: It's definitely been the maddest window, isn't it? I mean, oh, for 100%. a long time, arguably, like I see people saying ever really. I mean, some of the moves that have happened and it's, just, I don't think it's finished yet, has it? Like you mentioned there, Hazard apparently going to Juventus. Yeah,
3: so. I, I heard Timo Fernas on his way there as well. I saw really?
2: a tweet earlier,
1: really? yeah. Really? me, you don't want him, do you? <laughs> <laughs> it just it felt, feels like one. they all knew something, because they all, you know, if you think about Kane, you think about Ronaldo, Mbappe, Lewandowski, Messi, they all just decided they wanted to leave. Yeah. Like, just randomly. It's like they all knew that something was it going on, and one move meant that the other one couldn't leave, if that made sense.
3: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. I add Austin, Austin, yeah, Hanson to that as well.
3: Absolutely, yeah.
1: <laughs> makes it even better, doesn't it? Yeah, I was gonna. I'm, I'm just gonna copyright one of your tweets. <laughs> get it, get it, in early. <laughs> <laughs> right, lads. Where should we touch on first? Let's touch on Barnsley. Um, Oli, what's your what was your view on the game? It was a bit of a which happened a lot this season. A bit of a poor start and a good finish. What was your take on it?
3: Yeah, do you know what? The first 20, 30 minutes, I thought, arguably the worst we've played in God knows how many games. I thought we were so bad, lacklustre. We just couldn't seem to place a pass together. It's almost seemed like we'd gone back to the era of the start of last season. It was awful. But, you know, it's it, it, I don't know. It seems like a thing this season. Once we go a couple goals down or one goal down, we seem to just turn into a team that has fight for the first time in ages but you know I think we were unlucky not to win it in the end because we were dominant for the last 30 minutes so I'm a bit disappointed that we got the draw despite the fact that we were 2-0 down I think we could have easily won that if we'd had a bit more time to time to get on the ball but no, nah, the start was appalling was the same with Middlesbrough as well I think we need just jump out the jump out and start properly because that's the problem at the moment and Millwall we started really
1: poor at Millwall as well yeah um, exactly
3: and
4: even second half against Hull we start the second half against Hull really poorly as well yeah
2: I think the thing another thing is that the first what four league games of the season we've gone one nil down haven't we you know we we haven't taken the lead in the game and I of course only four games I'm not concerned about anything but it would be nice to start a game off you know the team on the front foot wouldn't it you know we're a bit slow and uh like Ollie said there, that Barnsley game, it's just so frustrating because it seems like Barnsley, every year we play them, it's just, you know, we can't seem to get a point, let alone three, um, against them. But look, I mean, second half, we showed so much fight and at least that is one thing we've shown in the first four games, haven't we? Yeah. Hull, to be fair, the first half, we had to fight against them, Borough coming back. So, look, no, I mean, it's one of those games. And I think Barnsley, the way they play, their pressing game, it's, it's a unique way of pressing because every time we got on the ball, it's just it was two men, wouldn't it, on on one of our players. Like, Dezel couldn't really handle it and uh, that's why he got obviously hooked off 35 minutes, but, you know, hopefully just start off on the front foot against Coventry, but that'll be another tough game, won't it?
1: Yeah. yeah. I think, I, I was going to mention that about Dezel and Thomas, I think they got hooked off after sort of 30-odd minutes and I was thinking back to Old Warburton and, and would he have done that? I, I was, you know, is it... it, it it was a pretty ruthless thing to do really considering that after that they'd be, both be feeling not great i would have thought um and actually uh, what, what are our, what are our early views on dizelle
3: i i actually think he's going to be a good player for us i you know we saw in pre-season some of the balls that he plays are next level i just think he needs to work on it i mean the problem is we're playing him in a position where he's very isolated in the midfield i feel like you can't start Dizel in that central defensive midfield role because He's got. There's, he's not a defensive midfielder. He needs to play. I mean, similar to Amos, the way we put him in CDM at first, then moved him upwards. I think maybe moving Dezel upwards might work for us because those balls that he plays in the final third are ridiculously good. Um, I think. I think he can come good. I just think he needs to be. We need to find what the best position is for him because at the moment I feel like he's a bit isolated in midfield and he doesn't get the chance to play the balls through that. You know, he's, he's so good at. Yeah,
4: I think that he's a bit too similar to Johansson and they can't play together. I think, like, I can't be able to say this because I'm not as big as a fan, but I think Don Ball has to start in midfield and it's either Dizel and Johansson that plays alongside him because he gives us that bit more protection and then it lets those two players have their creativity and be able to push on more. Yeah,
2: yeah I mean, I I can't, Yeah, no, yeah, I totally agree with that because I was calling for, like, Dezel and Steph to play together, but obviously you saw that. It just did not work. Yeah, <laughs> and I agree. You're right. I completely
1: agree. Right, well, I saw that, it, it, it felt like that could work, that, that partnership. But I think yeah, you're
2: right. Because obviously, like last season, we had Field and Johansson. I know Field's a bit more, well, a lot more defensive than Dizel, But I thought that might have worked. But like you say, I mean, Don Ball, he has to play. Because yeah. then that allows Steph to sort of go, you know, move more forward and sort of get a few more goals like he did last season. Um, but no, Dizel, look, I, I like what I saw from him in pre-season. Um I just think if he gets pressed like that against Barnsley, like other sides do that, I think he might struggle because he's a, he's a cultured player, isn't he? Like his left foot, he, he's a bit too casual at times, I think. But look, I mean, it's early days. I think he'll develop with us under Warburton. And uh, yeah, I, I don't think we, anyone can sort of write him off
3: yet. That's the problem though, isn't it? You can't not start Johansson because the, they're so, so similar. You can't start them both. I feel like you have to start Johansson. But again, at Barnsley, I think Johansson was poor. I think, you know, he he was losing the ball a lot, and that's what concerned me. But you know, it's just an off game. But I just think at the moment, Dzel needs to be on the bench because you just can't not start Stefan Johansson. He, he's too good to be on the bench.
1: I wonder whether Johansson's not fully fit. Um, I think that he's still just not quite there. I think he's had a proper preseason. Definitely not many preseason fixtures, and he's come in, been f- not forced to start, but captain. We need him to start. I thought he was really good against Middlesbrough. Um, yeah. And I think that took a lot out of him. And I think that, yeah. you know, we're, we're sort of waiting to get this Coventry game out of the way. International break, give him a little bit of break. But yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I think he hopefully he'll be a bit refreshed for the weekend. Just um touching back on Woburn, do you think it was
4: kind of his fault for trying to put um, square pegs in round holes by trying to stick to the formation by playing like Thomas out of position KK out of position, like, do you think he should have assessed it from the start and gone, well, actually, my best eleven for that formation isn't there, so I need to tweak my formation from the very start? Like, I know, you know, like, you know, since he's done, gone back to that formation, everything's been really good, but it just kind of felt that it was forcing it too much for me. I don't know what you guys will think about that. Yeah,
2: I could see, yeah, I see what you mean, but I think, I think he got it wrong with who he put in those positions. Like, he could have put, you know... He could have put Jimmy Dunn in and then put Barbe out to left wing back. I know Barbe's not sort of, you know, he's not used to playing there, but look, he he ended up playing there for the rest of the second half and made the goal, didn't he, in the last minute? Um, and then instead of having, like you say, George Thomas, I mean, I don't know why he, he was put at right, uh, wing back and Kakai on the other side looked a bit uh, not used to the, that role. I don't Yeah, it was a bit of a... Probably warman did make
1: a mistake, I think, that game. East- he um, it, the easiest thing would have been to put Jimmy Dunn in centre, center, yeah, centre back, Barbe out and left, the, and yeah, like you yeah. say, I don't know. If Thomas, George Thomas is one of those weird. I think Warburton really loves him, doesn't he? Mm. He really wants him to do well, and he's got that. Every praise always speaks highly of him, and so I think he was. He's got that on his mind that he wants to play, he wants to prove to the, him to prove that he, he, you know, he's got the qualities. So I felt like that was in his decision, but. Yeah, I know what you mean. He should, yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? Because he must have saw someone in training to think that George Thomas can do, you know, because he wanted him to play more in central, didn't he? Mm-hmm. That was in, in his in his after match um, press conference. He said he wanted to move him in, not play so much out on wing, and um, but it didn't didn't really work, did it?
3: No, I, I do. You know, I th- I feel a bit sorry for Thomas because he's been, you know, he's been given this opportunity. He didn't play much last season. He's come in. Uh, you know he, he kind of reminds me of Mackie in the sense that he does not stop running you know and 80 minutes in he's still running about the pitch I just think he needs to have a bit more of a few more sub appearances because at the end of the day when you look at the situation with the players that we've got in midfield he isn't at the level of some of them but also I do think when he's put on the wing and not wing back I think he does create you know good space I just think he needs to improve on his decision making the final third because he's got the pace and I think that's something that we lack at the moment but you know, I think he needs a bit more quality. He's young, but Mark Auburn's a very good judge of character. He knows players. He knows a decent player when he sees one. And clearly there's something about George Thomas that he rates. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. We haven't seen it though, have we yet? (laughs) We just haven't seen, we haven't seen anything really. And, you know, he did get his chance last season, didn't he? He came on a few times. He started a few games, but honestly, even in preseason, he hasn't shown anything. I don't think. Like, I, so I can't harsh. see him scoring. That's the problem.
1: He's he, he's got that feeling where if he's through, he's got a chance. You're like, this isn't going in. Isn't yeah, it? Kind, <laughs> of, kind of feeling that you get. Um, on so that's a worry. Right, yes, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say. The Washington. <laughs> uh, there's been a few others in the past, aren't there, where you, you get that feeling that it's just it's just not going to go in. Um, be
3: my eager as well. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> remember him. Yeah. He scored his debut, though. I remember, didn't he? Yeah, him and Kevin Doyle. Oh, Kevin Doyle, <laughs> We we had some rubbish, didn't we? Not rubbish, but you know, players that just filled a hole, didn't they, in the yeah. squad and, and, and did a you know not great purpose. Um, Somehow went up that season as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah we did. <laughs> God. what about Jimmy Dunn? What were our early thoughts on Jimmy Dunn?
2: Yeah, like the look of it, he looks like a proper centre off doesn't he? He like, yeah. you know, and look, I think we, we got him on a free, didn't we? I think we paid a small compensation fee, but in terms of transfer fee, he was a free signing. And look, he's he's not going to play in the Prem, is he? For no reason. He's obviously got something about him, and he, you know, early saw that gave him his Prem debut. I think he scored on his Prem debut as well. Mm, but yeah, I've I've been impressed with him so far, and it's it shows like the option we've got if any of our you know, Barbe, DeVice, Dickie get injured. Look, we, we got him to come in. Do you know what I mean? So he he has impressed. And I think maybe eventually, I'm not sure, will he take the place of DeVice? I, I'm not sure if DeVice gets injured again, but I think, yeah, what an option to have as, as a backup centre-off. I've really liked the look of him.
3: Anyone who tweets you URs after being at the club for a month is in my good books. <laughs> Do you know, what, I think that video of him showing the yeah. passion when we scored that equaliser was next level. That's what you want to see. That's what we've lacked for so many years. You know, if we go back to the Asa days, he laughed when we went down. Jimmy Dunn would probably cry. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. passion. Yeah. That's what we need. And I think he's got quality as well, and I think it won't be long till we see him in the starting lineup. But again, who for? That's mm. the problem.
1: Well, I mean, like like Louie mentioned with with Geordie, like he's injury prone, isn't he? And you think he goes over, you're worried. You're thinking, Oh my God, mm. you, know, you know, you know, Dickie's just going to get straight back up. But, um, so it, it's good to know that if he's not playing, we've got someone ready made there who could just come in and it seems like he can adapt quite quickly, whether he's as ball playing as the other center. I'm not sure. He's a bit more of a no nonsense, get it out kind of defender, but that's not a bad thing, you know, especially towards the end of the game. But, um, but no, yeah, he's impressed me.
2: Well, you say there towards the end of the game, when he came on at Borough, I thought he was superb, like, heading everything out. He came on that's what we needed in that sort of game. Um, so, you know, if we're under the cosh a bit in mm. more games like that, bring him on and just try and defend for your life.
1: Yeah, agree, agree. What, what are you, I know the Oxford game, were, I don't know if any of you were there. Yeah, um, yeah I went. You went, there, what, was, what was your views? You know what? I
2: don't, I don't, we weren't that great. I, I don't think we were that good. I think we got carved open a lot. Um, but Oxford, I mean, to be fair, they didn't look like a bad side, really. I thought they played good football. Um, I think our quality showed at the end, but look, we'll take it. I'm just glad none of our key players got injured because everyone was worrying about that, weren't they, when the team news came out?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't whether that was on the players' minds. Some of the players, you know, the key players are thinking, hang on a second, I'd, you know, whether they were giving. 75% instead of 100% maybe I don't
2: know but look we got through and you know I'm sure we'll talk about the the next round we've got Everton at home
1: now so i think that's a winnable game it's it's been sandwiched in between of a, a bit of awkward fixture list for us which is frustrating isn't it because we yeah. love for us to really give it a go
4: yeah we've got the four games in 10 days haven't we it's ridiculous yeah so yeah. injuries covid it's going to be tough mm.
1: Yeah, and, you know, our our, our prime aim is playoffs promotion. You know, I don't want us to... Unfortunately, as much as I'd like to give Emmett a go and and, and see how we go, I don't know if I want to be risking our our best players. On that that subject, sorry, I I saw a Twitter comment that I thought that was quite interesting and it it sparked a bit of debate, is should players be tied this early in the season? No. You know, You know, a lot of people say, let's rest them. Let's not be certain. No, no, they should, you know, should we try other options in the squad? I know we have a squad, but it's only August. Should these players be dealing with two games a week? (laughs)
3: No, I mean, you know, they're they're professional footballers. They have to deal with it. But four games in that space of time is ridiculous. You know, if I play 30 minutes to six side, I'm all down for a week. You know (laughs) what I mean? I think the the problem is, you know, yeah... I think, do you know what, that goes back to the point that we started four subs the other day. I, I just don't understand that. I feel like if we're going to need to be that squad that's got the depth, et cetera, we're going to have to start more subs against in the FA Cup. And I don't think we have too much of an excuse in terms of tiredness because they are professional footballers, but at the same time, we're starting the same team every week. We haven't got the depth in the sense that we can start someone and it's not going to make a difference because... Know when we don't start players, we we notice it hugely, and that's that's the problem I think we have.
4: Yeah, no, I completely agree. I think you can't, after like I know, like pre season as well, this year it's all been at home, hasn't it? Like, no one's gone abroad, so it's not like like, jet lagged or had like massive tours of Asia or anything. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's like we had close, pretty close to home friendlies, two obviously like so. I mean, I know like they had two pretty much back-to-back seasons with the whole COVID stuff, but not much of a break there. But I can't imagine it's going to be affecting them that much already. Like if it was Christmas, I could understand a bit more. But like mm. first first few weeks of the season, nah,
1: not having it. <laughs> the, the only thing I'd say is is on this is that I kind of agree with that point a bit. To, they should be, but actually, I just think that this season. It felt, we've only had like a week pre-season, didn't we? As in games. Yeah. We had a Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday. That was our pre-season game. Normally that, that spread over a few weeks. You have five or six games, but f- you know, two free games across a week, that's yeah, your but pre-season. But
4: that, those five or know, six games, it's normally like half a game each, isn't it? Literally half time, the whole team gets changed. So it's not like you're building up a massive amount of fitness playing 45 minutes of football against like some non-league team.
3: Which is quite often what we do from pre-season. Like, it doesn't help. It. It like yeah, as go yeah, like I say, it doesn't help that we, the West Rom game has moved to a Friday. Yeah, I feel like we must be the only yeah. team that have got two Friday games in quick succession
1: as well. Sky Sports are odd, aren't they? I've, I've just it annoys me about the Carabao Cup that they've just played: picked Man United and Liverpool versus West Ham and Norwich, like two Premier. No. There's a there's like five or six other games which are just perfect for a caramel cup, you know. Lower anyway, yeah. Probably a different for a different time, but um, Dicky then Rob Dicky. <laughs> what what do we do with this this man? This super this is a superman. I, right? He's just we need to we need to hide him. Ah, what's the the
4: <laughs> Let's just put him lock him away somewhere. After tomorrow's game, he's locked away in a cupboard. All the phones are turned off. Yeah. The fax machine's broken. Emails are broken. He's not going anywhere.
3: Oh, I'll tell
2: him. Yeah, go on, Ollie.
3: Just tell him. Just tell everyone he's done his Achilles and then bring him back <laughs> after the transfer <laughs> done. Yeah. No, but he he is he is ridiculous. We need to offer him whatever he wants because he is the best centre back in the league. I don't I don't buy this Hillick and and, and Aidan Flint. Do me a favour. He, he there is no one compares to Dickie in this league. and. It scares me that there's been so many bangers that he's scored recently because he's going to be, it's going to be a tough few days for us trying to hold on to him 100%. I think
1: we'll be all right, Ollie. I'm, I'm confident. I think that um, I'm not sure anyone's going to pay the 15, 20 odd million plus that we're probably I'm, I'm, going to want for him. What I'm worried
4: about is like a lower league, like a lower end Premier League team getting a big defensive injury and panicking and thinking, who's the best centre back in the Championship? and just thinking, up, let's just chuck 15 million, 20 million to QPR and see what yeah. they do for Rob Dickey. That's what I worry about. So as long as, over the course of the weekend's games, there's no big injuries to any other like any clubs, I think we should be all right this summer, realistically.
2: Mm. Yeah, I, I agree with Ben, to be fair. I can't see us losing him. You know, the deadline's on Tuesday, isn't it? I think, look, I mean, his price tag's going up every game, isn't it? I mean, the yeah. way he's going. Um, no, look, I think I do worry, of course. If everyone's going to worry, if we don't go up this year, then he's gone, isn't he? I think,
3: I think yeah, he's pretty
2: gone. much. Um, but look, he's just been, I don't like it's rare, right? You get like, an English center half who's what is he 25? I think,
3: yeah, 25, Yeah.
2: very good, very good age. Play, you can play football out from the back, he, like he wins everything in the air, he scores goals, like you've seen. Players in the championship before, like um, that, Aaron Webster went from Bristol City to Brighton for about twenty million, and that was a couple of seasons yeah. ago. Uh, Alfie Mawson, I think, went to Fulham yeah. for a lot. Yeah, uh,
4: Chris Matham, didn't he? He went to Bournemouth for a lot. Another, another one. Yeah. yeah.
2: And the the the, uh, the market, you know, the prices nowadays are just going up. So sh- I mean, if I was in charge, you'd, you'd be looking at twenty, honestly, twenty million at least, surely.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I still think he's got a bit to learn. I still, honestly, he's a fantastic—you know—one of the best defenders we've had for years. I just feel sometimes he, it's he, he, decision making, but that comes with experience, doesn't it? So I that's why he's, I think he's
4: had maybe one full season in the championship yeah. and look how good he is.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, I mean, it's I think I'm hoping like... some scouts are listening. <laughs> 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 no, but I, you know, I, I just think that I, I, I do honestly think sometimes I just think, oh. He just held on to that just a little bit too long or he just made that some, but you know like we say he's going to do that isn't mm-hmm. he you know he's, yeah. he's, he's still fairly inexperienced
2: um i mean you think he's yeah. going to come on you know he, he's going to go to another level isn't he by the end of this season you know that's going to be two full seasons in the championship um and like i say look i think no we'll we'll keep hold of him 100% this window and i think we just got to enjoy him really so <laughs> Because if if we don't go up, he, he's he is gone. Like I say, I think so.
1: We've got a few of them, haven't we? You know, your chairs, your Willocks, yeah. We we're really, we're you know, yeah. Uh, so obviously,
4: talking to um, yeah. Which with this um apparent bid or interest from Sheffield United, do you think? Obviously, Talk Sport put out a tweet, didn't they, or someone yeah. from Talk Sport saying we're asking for at least 12 yeah. million for him. I think that's cheap, personally. Yeah, I, I'm thinking closer to 20 million. I think he's that good, in my
3: opinion. I think, we'll, yeah, I think we'll hold on to him.
1: Yeah, I, I'm always a bit—I always do the old devil advocate thing. But if I was watching a Coventry versus QPR
3: oh, last season
1: away, yes. who was in goal then? Do you know? Lumley, wouldn't it? Lumley, right? That yeah, was this time him, last season, yeah. right? Lumley was in goal. So if you think about that, just think about that, and think about as good as Diag is because he's unbelievable, right? Unbelievable. Just think. A year ago, he wasn't even our number one keeper. He wasn't even playing. Like we knew he was good, and we knew he was probably going to be our number one. But to then be linked for a twelve million pound move this summer, like it, it, it will turn some heads at QPR, I'd imagine.
3: Yeah, definitely.
1: Uh, uh, again, I think yeah, I think it's probably
2: QPR bias if we're probably asking for more. To be honest with you, <laughs> yeah. um, we do
3: love I, a keeper, though. We do I, love. We've signed so many keepers. Yeah, that I do. About? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not, I, I, mean,
2: well. <laughs> <laughs> I I would probably say maybe 15 million like max but 12 million I mean I, this I am worrying about it because you know they've just got what 25 million for Ramsdale mm. they I, honestly I just want this window to shut because you know I mean look it'll be surprising because what what do we do if he does say he does go what do we do I mean phew, we've got to buy someone in the you know probably on deadline day or something but no, I, I, hopefully, look, nothing happens, but don't be surprised if you hear something else coming out in the, <laughs> the next couple of days, like they're preparing a bid or they've put in a bid or, you know. I
1: think they'll happens. test the water, certainly, yeah. um, with something, but again, like Dickie, yeah, I think we'll be all right this summer. I think, the, I think the players will want to stay as well. They'll want yeah. to see what we do this season. They, you chef know, so, should, should like to sit at the bottom of the league, there's no guarantee they're going to do any better than us anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, bigger
4: wages, though, not it? That's the problem. Mm.
1: Yeah, guess. What one thing I noticed is I don't know what any of you boys have noticed. The crowd numbers. I just thought that they'd be flying. I thought crowds. I thought the Mill game would have been well, like there was more than sixteen thousand there anyway. I don't know what that report was. There was. I was there. I, I think as well, that
4: report was, was um, because of the trouble getting in with the stupid yeah. Yeah. turnstile oh, uh, scanning system. Because at like half past three people were still coming in. So I don't know when yeah. they took the actual official numbers for who was in.
1: But yeah, like that game, you know, like um, the, the, the the Barnsley game, I know it was mid-down, it was on telly, I know, but still, <laughs> and the, 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 the sort of ticket sales for Coventry and there's still lots of tickets. The Loft is just half sold, half not sold. It, mm. it, it feels like... I, yeah.
3: Go on, Ollie. I think it's still the fear of COVID with a yeah. lot of people. I think it's especially like the older generation. I think that's 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 why a lot of them still aren't coming yet. I think if you give it till January and COVID's kind of, people got used to it a bit more, I think we'll see it more. But, you know, I think if, if come January, we're, we're still doing what we're doing, I think we'll start seeing the crowds come up because when QPR do well, everyone turns yeah. up. So <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing to worry about There is that what you said? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nothing to worry about. <laughs> no, I felt the same,
2: I'm, like say, the Barnsley game. I was thinking, you know... It, it can't be just a reason because it's on TV. It's not (laughs) people thinking, look, I mean, I hate early kickoffs, but you know, you still got to go and, you know, turn up. (laughs) But no, like Ollie says, I think it's true. When we do well, you do see an improved attendance. And, uh, but no, I I was surprised. I thought, you know, Millwall game was just going to be sold out, you know, and it, we
1: were worried we weren't going to get a ticket like, yeah. for everyone who hasn't got like a season <laughs> ticket or anything. We thought, oh, well, maybe you might be all right. We'll try, but they, yeah, it was went straight on general sale, didn't it?
2: And you got, and you got, you know, tomorrow Coventry have sold out, haven't they? Their way in, yeah. yeah, it's only a couple of thousand though, isn't it? There, yeah, got,
1: don't know what that's about. I think that was their end, wasn't it?
2: Uh, no, no, I mean, you know what loft's Road's like. We just want the crowd on on the players and it it makes a difference doesn't it it really does but hopefully we'll carry on doing well and we'll see an improvement
1: what do you what do you boys think on the transfer news so obviously we've got Kane and Andre Gray look like the only things that are going to happen touch wood Um, Andre Gray see a lot of Watford fans happy he's leaving (laughs) But you, you always get this
2: with opposition fans, don't you? You always, yeah. I mean, I remember Hull fans when they when we signed Device saying, "Oh, he's crap. You know, he's he's just going to be awful for you lot." But look, I mean, I, I'll be delighted with Gray. I would. I, I think I genuinely think Warburton would be, you know, the man to get him firing again. And look, at the end of the day, his championship experience. I know what it was a few years ago when he was. I think, top, he, I think he got top goal scorer in the league, didn't he, when yeah. Burnley went up? Uh, so he can score goals. Everyone knows he can, score, he can score goals. And I think it's perfect because it, he's pacey and that's what we lack. Um, uh, yeah, I, I'll be delighted if we can get a deal done for him personally.
4: Yeah, I think as long as, like, obviously, apparently, like, according to reports, his wages are like 65, 70,000 a week. So as long as we're not covering too much of that, I think it's a really like, sensible decision to get him in. I think, mm. like you said, Louis, he offers us something completely different to what we've already got. And obviously he's worked at Warburton
1: before, so exactly. they've obviously got a connection. Maybe you can get the best out of him. You just never know. So I think we've just got to trust Warburton with this one, haven't we? I think that's more of it. I he's earned that trust. We've had some really good sign-ins. I Honestly, like, like, look at it. our
4: recent, our recent like, sign-ins have been unbelievable for us. Like, we normally like buy absolute shite. <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah. uh, like recently it's been really really good and like mm. all the loan signings we got like in January we were like uh oh, yeah like, like with Field and, and Jordan we were like oh, don't really know much about them but they've both been brilliant Yeah. so I think like you said we've just got to trust the club I think they, they're
3: doing the right things this time around yeah we, I mean we've seen it time and time again with players that don't do anything for their parent clubs and they go on loan they just suddenly get this fire in their belly and they start scoring and again, you know, as you said, Warburton, he gets the best out of players. We've got to trust him. Um, do I think Gray will score goals? I I do. I think he's a perfect person for for, for Warburton because he can put his arm around him and say, look, I know what you can do. I think for us, Andre Gray is exactly what we need. Whether or not he's someone that is going to get us to goals and give us the right attitude, I don't know. But I, I'm, I'm quietly confident, you know, the loan signings we had last season, it speaks volumes that we signed them all on permanent deals as well, so hopefully it's the same with that
1: He's not going to be our main man either, I think that's a big difference, if he was coming in and we were thinking right, he's not going to be our number 9, number 10 we're going to rely on him for goals, then I think we might be in a bit of a different situation, but we've got two other strikers there who can score goals Mm. you know, Dykes and Austin, Cher Willock, so we're not going to be solely you know, reliant on him to score the goals, so there's that and also the other thing I was thinking well I saw that he's out of contract in the summer he's going to want to put himself in the shop window a yeah, so we should benefit from that yeah. um, you know whether that's negatively because he may get a bigger move in the summer but let's just worry about that then I guess isn't yeah. it? <laughs> I mean like you say the
2: goals it's not it's not a problem it's, it's that option we need of pace up front we've seen it already this season like the Millwall game first game we were crying out for a different option weren't we against them
1: yeah um, <laughs> pace is deadly, isn't it? You know that little, that little fella from Middlesbrough? Jones, was it? Oh, the wing. The wing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh blimey. he killed us. Yeah, yeah, he Jesus. had a bit of pace. <laughs> um, and he literally killed us. You know, know. Without him, they wouldn't have caused any problems.
2: I mean, look, when we had Bright, you know, I think to be fair, like we've lost him and we haven't really got any pace in the side, have we really? Like, because Willock isn't rapid. right? Like, so really, we do need that pace up front.
3: George Thomas is probably the quickest player to cover though.
1: Oh <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and um yeah, so we'll have to, what about Kane? <laughs> what, um, it, no, i don't think I've ever seen a, a demise as someone at the club as that, I don't think, as as quickly as, as that has happened. I don't know what your boys' views are.
3: Oh, he, he he bought it on himself. You know, when you've got a youngster that's that's trying to come through the squad he's been in the academy since he was a kid you can't go saying stuff like that and and with QPR fans we're massively loyal you know if, if you have a player that gives his all and, and loves the club then we'll love you but to be honest the way that he treated that interview the arrogance that came across you know there's a fine line between good arrogance and bad arrogance he just crossed that line and stamped on it it was awful and again he wasn't great you know there's a few situations where he started to look alright with a few balls in but 90%, 90% of the time he didn't beat the first man so good riddance we've got
1: better players now yeah Yeah. he he annoyed me when he put his fingers in his I don't know if that was before it wasn't it when he put his fingers in his ear I don't know why but that really annoys me because I think well you've done one goal but next week you're going to make 10 (laughs) mistakes (laughs) that that was clearly
2: like a dig wasn't it at the fans it was yeah you could could tell it was I mean and then I remember I think you know when we signed Odabajo I think Odabajo put those emojis on his Insta So I think he was just like taking a mick out of that as well, which was quite funny. But um, I, look, I'll be honest with you, with Kane, right? I don't think he's actually like the worst player out there, really. No. I, I, honestly, I think like, like, look, he's okay. He's a decent wing back, I'd, I'd say. If You know, his crossing if it improves. You know, it's, he's not that bad. And I saw some people saying, oh, like, he should be in League One. I, like, I think that's just because people are fuming with him. Like, I don't think he's that bad of a player really. It's just his attitude
1: that he's shown. I'll tell you what, what, it it brings me on to my next point, which was looking at the squad and looking, you know, Warburton can't really complain about what he's got. You know, he's got four great centre-backs, he's got two decent keepers, two really good left-backs, you know, the midfield is packed with talent. Up front, if we get Andre Gray, we're going to be all set. Mm. I just think that the one area that does always worry me every game is it, just that right back. I just, I like Moses. He started off all right. Back. I, there's something about him that just doesn't, he's a bit, both of them and KK, they're a bit erratic mm. and a bit, oh, I'm just not sure what, what Moses or KK is going to turn up.
3: Unpredictable. Yeah, yeah I know and,
1: what I mean. And I just think that's the area that, I'm not saying that KK is any better than them because I actually don't think he, he probably is. He's probably no. in the same sort of mould as well. You we never know what Kane's going to turn up. But it's like you, at the moment Wallace gives you seven out of ten every game now. Every game is brilliant. Gives you you know that McCallum looked good. Yeah, I just think that right back. I'm still right.
2: Yeah, I mean I've always thought. I mean the word you use erratic. I think Kakai defines that word. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, like he's just I don't know. He can be just he can be very dodgy sometimes. And I think what you mean with Roddey Barjo, I've seen that a glimpse in his performances as well. He his positioning, I think can be a bit off, but look, I, I like him. He's a good signing and I think uh, he'll, he'll do well. But I know, yeah, it's just that worry, isn't it, if teams attack us down that that side. yeah, like, with like
4: Ozzy and like the, when he came on against Borough, I thought he was unbelievable. Like, is, like, like he showed proper like energy, work ethic, like really put a shift in. And then first half against Barnsley, it was like, what? I know. He <laughs> was like a completely different player. Like it was like five yards playing the player on side for the first goal. But it's just like, that, it's yeah. that positioning awareness. We've, we said it a lot last year, that positionally, he just hasn't quite got it at the minute. Yeah, and that's I what agree. he needs to really yeah. develop and learn in his game. And with um, Moses, it's, again, it's going forward, I think he's brilliant. But it's yeah. that defensive side of it, I just think he gets caught out. I think positionally, again, he's just
1: isn't always switched on. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I was just thinking in the squad, that's probably the only area that possibly we might... I don't know. I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong because they've both got talent. I just think, um, yeah, Warbs needs to uh, just keep an eye on it. Yeah, I
2: mean, because with Roderick, it's that because he used to be a winger, didn't he? So he's, it's all attacking yeah. in his mindset. <laughs> um, and Kakai, if Kakai improves his defensive ability, I think he'd be a proper decent full to be fair. Like, you know... It'd be really good, but no. If, to be fair, like Odegaard, he starts for me, like over Kakai, definitely.
4: Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think it's Moses's um, position at the minute, unless he completely yeah. messes up again. So.
1: Yeah. Ollie, Louis, so up the then. So t- on Twitter, you are you are well known within the QPR community, Twitter community, on social community. <laughs> What happened then
3: how did this start about you've got a lot of followers floating around yeah it literally started out of nowhere we were just having a chat on snapchat i said to him right do you want to start a page he's like yeah go on then started it, it, and... it
2: yeah because it, it was during lockdown wasn't it mate we, yeah um, we just thought look you know we both enjoy sort of putting content out there sort of thing uh let's just you know see how it goes and we just enjoy doing it sort of thing and built up like a decent following. So, and then obviously, like, you boys enjoyed it and sort of, you know, got us on here sort of thing as well. So, you know, we appreciate that. Uh, it was that actually- like a cow? That was definitely a cow. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: so. <laughs> it, 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 it came out of nowhere, though, didn't it? What it the really cow? Weird. What the cow? <laughs> 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 no, oh, no it, right. it, it really did appear out of nowhere because we started off and we were getting like, you know, we got a bit excited when it got six likes on a tweet. And, you know, we got 1,200 on that dicky tweet the other day. The, the way it's gone is crazy. I just think, you know, we're glad we started, but it literally just appeared out of thin air one day to be fetched. It was a name that was the problem. Was, that's, that's, that took us ages <laughs> to think of a name. Well, up the arse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah go on now I was going to say what are your aspirations now I mean like you know gold dust aren't they followers to pit to a lot of people yeah. um, um what next well uh, you
2: know we want to sort of try and get more content out there by maybe interviewing sort of current players ex-players anyone associated with the club um, and hopefully we'll have someone lined up soon we won't release who yet but uh, <laughs> um just to say he's a decent prospect at the club um and you know like because because what i'm doing as well outside of like this at uni like sports media and that you know you never know what could come sort of from this as well as a link you never know doing things like this putting content out there and then people see it do you know what i mean in the future and they might think oh you know quite a good content producer or when it comes to interviews he's quite good so that's probably the, like the future aspirations that you never know what could come from doing something like this.
3: Yeah, it's, it's we're, we've got a few things in the pipeline, a few little things that trying to keep stum and trying to kind of outsource in terms of getting a bit more than just posts and clips, you know, we want to get our Definitely, voice out there,
2: yeah.
3: doing a bit of stereo, just trying to up the content a bit, but at the moment, you know, we, we're just trying to aim for 5k. You know, we've gained 400 followers in the last month. We're not far off the 1,200 to go. So, yeah, just trying to keep up with the content and the activity. It's hoping it pops off a bit more than it is.
2: And it's engagement as well, isn't it, with other fans? You know, a lot of fans love engaging with stuff, don't they, on Twitter? And, yeah. uh, we just enjoy yeah it's just a bit of fun really as well I mean it's, yeah. it's not always
4: positive engagement is it with some of our fans
1: but oh no no <laughs> <laughs> never is is it <laughs> oh, things are going right well there. at the moment aren't they we, we love doing these podcasts at the moment because just, it's just a great place to be at the moment but it's when it turns you know that'll be oh the that's the
2: thing though you've got to when it
3: does turn you you know I mean you've got to be, got to be
2: prepared there. for it if you, you know you could say that
3: but oh yeah I mean we've had we've had a the dms uh, not the nice just kill them <laughs> with kindness and they just block you in the end so really? it's all right <laughs> oh yeah what have we done wrong <laughs> yeah we, we we did get a dm saying all our tweets are a load of whatever and i was like okay thank you good support and got blocked so <laughs> he got he got his two bobs up and then blocked us So uh, fair play to him we, we we did get a dm once that someone said that duncan looked like
1: Gremio from, uh, what is it, PLEBS, <laughs> when you had your, you your mob yeah, going on. I was in on. lockdown, <laughs> wasn't it?
4: My lockdown hair. Couldn't get the barbers, <laughs> could I? We've all been
1: there.
4: <laughs> oh, I wasn't was trusting the listeners, I'll tell you that. <laughs>
1: uh, right, lads, we're going to do a we're going to do an up the arse versus Dolly, we we yeah. bit, bit of a QPR quiz. It's from last season and Jesus. this season, so not going back much further. Um, so a bit of uh, bragging rights. Um, so who wants to Louis. go first <laughs> yeah? I'm sure? terrible
3: at quizzes so write me off already but I'm ready go right on. No, go right, on. Louis, let's have it then my first question
1: last season our opening fixture was in the cup against Plymouth who scored our two goals that day oh, could, could you not change that to what the score was <laughs> <laughs> no um, I thought that would be too easy no no uh,
2: <laughs> Uh, right, one was Manning,
1: yes, was
2: oh god, it was the second one.
1: It, the second, one, I'll give you a little clue. I'll do this for our don't worry. Um, it, it, it was his first goal for the club, I'm pretty sure. It wasn't Kakai, was it? It was, yeah, there you go, there you go, mate. <laughs> yeah, we lost 3 2, didn't we? That's yeah, that though. <laughs> Ollie, similar sort of question. Who scored on the our uh, championship opening day at For- at home to Forest? Two goals.
3: Oh dear! Uh, God. <clears throat> oh, this is terrible. John, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a punt because I don't have a clue. I'm gonna go bright. <laughs>
4: Uh, <laughs> right, we well, had right. had a clue, didn't he? So, one of the goal scorers. The oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'll give oh. you a clue. I'll give you a clue. Yeah. So, oh God, what can I say? Here? Uh, so,
1: well, um, one one goal scorer
4: was
3: from a
1: penalty.
3: What was go. a penalty? What is? What was the last minute tapping There you go. Oh d- well, Dykes must have been one of them then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A tap in. Uh, who likes the tap in? You know, I, I, all I'm thinking of is this season's players. Do you know, um, tap in. I can't even think. I've had to feed so many points so I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> we'll go. I, I do not have a clue. I'm, I'm, I'm honest here. I don't have a clue. Well, you're,
1: I, think, I think you're out of time, babe. Chair. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Chair, all right.
1: Louis, <laughs> mate, who was the first player to get sent off for Rangers last season that was away at Barnsley?
2: Oh, um Oh, God. Got no, battered uh, that day. Yeah, Absolutely yeah.
1: battered.
3: I think
2: uh, God I might know this.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh. That's a tough one, that. Um, I, I don't know. I'd have a guess. Jeff Cameron?
1: No, mate. Do you know, Wally? It was Dickie. It was Dickie, mate. Anyway. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> You're
4: going to
3: pass the point over? Huh?
1: You're going to pass it over it? as
4: a bonus point?
1: Shall I, we do that? Pass it over? Yeah? Oh, no. I, I need some consolation points. Oh, it's one all then. It's one all. Ollie, is it similar, similar sort of question. Who got sent off? Who got our last red card of the season last season? It was away at Borough. Um,
3: uh, Borough. Oh, that's a hard one. Was it Wallace?
1: No, mate. Do you know? No. Do you know, Louis? No, not a clue. I can't remember yeah. that. May you don't remember it. It was Dieg.
2: Oh, yes. Yeah, no. Rushed out, rushed out. That's the it. Other
1: box. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, next. so it's one all then. Let's go. Oh,
2: we're having a shock to hear, aren't we? <laughs> I think
1: The sure, thing is, when you do out. these questions, you don't know how hard they are. Like, you're doing them and you're thinking, well, that's too easy. But then I'm thinking, well, that's all yeah. so Ben's quizzes
4: aren't always brilliant.
1: <laughs> nah, no. So, Barbe played every game last season. That that was going to be the question, but I thought it was too easy. But it. it so, who made the second most appearances last season? Oh, God. 40, 45.
2: Oh, that is a tough one as well, isn't it? Um, I'll tell you what, I haven't got a clue. Um, uh, oh, Don Bull?
1: No, mate. Do you yeah, know,
3: what? Good shot. It's chair,
1: it's chair, isn't it? Chair, mate, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good job. 2-1. Again, on the similar sort of lines, who made more appearances for the Ars last season, Bright or Austin? Ooh, that's, that's a, a hard one. That's a good question.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, God, that is a hard one. I have, to, I have to take a punt. I feel like it's a, it's a bogey question. Because so Austin obviously joined in in some in the January. Um I'll go Austin just because I feel like there's only they could be the same as well. I'll go Austin. There's barely any games in there, but it was Bright yeah. mate
1: 23-21. Oh, oh yeah. Austin, Austin missed a few yeah. games, didn't he? Through <laughs> suspension, he missed like yeah. Um and he yeah, he joined mid jan didn't he? So um, yeah, sorry, mate. So yeah, so what's that? Is that um it's still, see one
4: because you didn't pass it over to Louis. I guess. I oh, know
1: I couldn't though. Could I? It's fifty-fifty. I thought that was hard. <laughs> sorry, you've been done over here. I, I? I know. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> mate. Right. Squad numbers. Who? What? Who wears a number twenty shirt? I'll give you. i give you. have got. You've got um, some choices. Ginny Dunn, Andre Dazelle, or Charlie Kelman? Dunn. Um, Dunn. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ollie, this was, I thought it was easier, but maybe not. Who's who wears the number eight?
2: Oh, I haven't give, uh,
1: give you any options because
3: I thought, oh, that's yeah, number eight. Well, last season it was, um, oh, Luke Amos, wasn't
1: it? Uh,
3: you
1: going for that this season? Yeah, well done, mate. Yeah, yeah. so we're at 3 2 last round. Oh. <laughs>
3: Oh, this is tragic for you, Louis.
2: <laughs> Louis, uh, was
1: only to... <laughs> Who was the youngest player in the squad against Barnsley on Saturday? Oh God! Um... Oh, were not
2: it? Hang on. Um... Was it Jake McKenna?
1: Is that your answer? Yeah, he was on the bench. He yeah. was on the bench, but it's Charlie Kelber, mate. It's nineteen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bud. And, and again, <laughs> similar in the same game. Who's the who is the oldest in the squad? Albert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Luke. You, you,
3: the <laughs> <laughs> you should be ashamed, mate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Doug, what was the score there
4: What for the Barnsley game? No, the score of the quiz. Oh, that. <laughs> I was thinking. What? I thought you were okay. It's um, finished. Four-two to Ollie
1: there you go lovely mate. well lovely. you quizzing me then <laughs> no 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 <laughs> yeah for
4: uh, well,
2: well oh, I, hopefully if you uh, if you boys let us come on here again we can have another another quiz yeah and if Brad
4: <laughs> says do quiz. turn up
2: if Bramson's
1: <laughs> turn up we'll <laughs> do a podcast versus up the arse quiz
2: <laughs> yes <Yeah. laughs>
1: yeah. we'll do that so lads let's shall we go on to um, the commentary preview I know we've got a lot of injuries haven't we yeah, yeah, I seven. Think,
3: I think Warburton
2: came out today, uh, today and said it's more sort of match fitness, isn't it? As well, I think the fitness issues is a big problem. Like, you know, is Geordie going to be fit? I'm not sure, but if he isn't, like we touched on earlier, we've got Dunn to come in. You'd hope McCallum will be fit now after playing against Oxford. Bodabajo will come back in, you know, Steph will play. Uh, to be fair, I think we'll be okay. I think we'll be okay. Um, it's just you're still getting the likes of Austin and Steph 100%, aren't you? So,
4: yeah,
2: ho- yeah. look, I mean, Do think, I don't
4: um, think there's any... Has anyone heard anything about Dykes? Is he back to being... Because he had the illness, didn't he? He was in training, wouldn't he? They've, they've, they've
1: put they out some training mean. videos. Yeah. They
4: said yeah. he had like, a chest infection or something, so I reckon it'll be him or Austin that starts.
3: Yeah,
2: probably Austin, wouldn't it? I'd say, but... You know, I don't think there's any excuses. I don't think we've got any excuses for Saturday. To
1: be fair, uh, we missed Dykes, didn't we? I thought against Barnsley. Yeah, is um, work, right? Yeah, yeah, running, running the defense down, and and, yeah. and just holding it up a little bit and just being a bit of a nuisance. You kind of,
4: yeah, because as as clinical as Charlie is, and like such a good poacher that he is, he doesn't quite he has, he's old, and he? He hasn't got the legs anymore to do the pressing work that Dykes does. He gets uh, pushed yeah. around a little
1: bit as well, doesn't he? I don't know why, he's a big lad, but I just feel like, frame-wise, Dykes has got that. He may get yeah. pushed off the ball, but the ball, you know, ends up quickly nipping it to the to, to, to Stefan or something before he falls over.
3: Um, yeah.
1: And I think, I mean, there,
2: again, it shows, doesn't it? Like, running in behind, Andre Gray would be ideal, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, but now you're right, Dykes is... It is mad, isn't it, Dykes? I mean, like, I'm sure... I mean, I'll happy, happily admit, I, I was slating him last season.
4: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so was Ben. Ben for weeks on the podcast, every single week was yep. slating him. Yep. And All I was right, looking dunk. up for him. Sorry, mate.
1: He might be listening. Duk, Duk, <laughs> I, I, I love you, mate. Uh, look, I mean,
2: I think that just shows, isn't it? Like, I mean, if he was on here, I'd apologise to him. Because like, you can't write anyone off too quickly, can you? I mean, it just shows certain players need time. Like Wallace. What, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Wallace. I mean, Wallace, change of system, wing back has been like, has he had a bad game I don't, since we played the wing back system? I don't So it's but, mad, really, the change that happens. But look, you know, look, hopefully we can. It's just, it is, a, it's a balanced squad now, isn't it? It's got everything. Yeah, definitely. I think
4: that, like, you said they've got the mixture of youth, experience. There's quality all over the pitch now. Mm-hmm. Like I think the spine of the team with like Senny, Dicky, Steph, Charlie. Like that's a brilliant spine for any team in this division, really.
1: I always think Warbs wants to play a bit of mind games. He never gives too much away. Like I, f- I feel like they're all fit, and he's just sort of saying it. <laughs> <so> please, <laughs> you know, he just want you know, you know, because they all probably listen to each other's press conferences. They don't want to give too much away to the opposition. Yeah. Which is fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Um but I saw a video of a trade, they all looked I don't I, you we never know, with Jordy. He's probably the one that I would say would be the one yeah, is not fit. Probably. Yeah. what, what were the, what are what are your predictions then?
3: Oh uh, I'm, I'm 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 quite quietly confident. I think Barn uh, I think Coventry have had a but you know, it's had a decent start, but again I think they'll burn out I'm going 2-0 QPR I'm confident.
2: Yeah, I think we'll win. First home win in the season. I think we'll win 3-1. Um,
4: yeah, <laughs> I agree with the boys. I think we're going to win. But I think it's going to be a bit more closer to go. I'm going for a 2-1 to keep you on. Stuff. I'm going Win's to one, win. You know what? I'm going 1-0. I'm
1: going to go for an Austin penalty. I feel like it's due. Yeah, I'm definitely. penalty. <laughs> but if like it, it, Dykes and him on the pitch, who takes the penalty? It's, it's got well, to be Dykes Chas. missed
2: pre-season, didn't he? Exactly. Yeah. He's missed his last two
1: penalties for us. so. yeah. I would go Chaz all day long, anyway. Uh, but yeah. it's, it's about rank. You know, he was on it before he came. You know, so he's got his squad number. I don't know, <laughs> does he want to take his penalty, <laughs> lads? Just quickly before we go, I've, me and the missus aren't talking, right? I just want to bring this debate in. Just quickly hey, at the end. Right? What have you done this time? <laughs> no, nah, nah, nothing. But it's about Pringles, right? <laughs> what are your? F- we've had this debate about a sort of really good I They're the best Pringles out there. What, what do
3: you think? I am gonna get roasted for this opinion. <laughs> I'll go for the prawn cocktail,
1: mate. I swear, I was gonna
2: say that. I swear, I was gonna say. It. Honestly, <laughs> oh. I agree with you. I do. I was oh, I'm, say I'm the going same. paprika. Oh, paprika that's, all day uh, there's always a paprika guy about it. No, salt and vinegar. Literally yesterday, mate. I must have ate
1: the whole. Tube, right and I was like this is not okay I don't um, think I've had salt and vinegar
3: Pringles. it's boring isn't it cheese <laughs> <of>
1: barbecue <laughs> Ollie try it mate just for me mate I'll, 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 I'll just try it salt vinegar you can buy little little tubs um, <laughs> pop, the the off off yeah I'll pop the offie on the way <laughs> <laughs> alright lads we'll, let, we'll end it there cheers for coming on um, yeah, I really enjoyed it quality yeah cheers, anyone guys. listening um, follow up the Oz on Twitter good, really good Twitter account to follow and anyone uh, listening who's not subscribed to the WSL podcast get on listen. we've got some guests coming up uh, loads, of pop, loads of episodes and um, yeah we we'll are looking forward to seeing everyone on Saturday and let's hope we can get a good win good uh, stuff
4: um, so just a quick one before we go we were supposed to do a little shout out um, last episode to um, little Louis big QPR fan um, he, well, his dad comes watching the game with us so he wanted to give us a shout out on the pod so there you go Louis that's for you mate
2: Cheers, mate. <laughs> Cheers
0: for <laughs> <bro>. the shout. <out>. <laughs> <laughs> Just starting to believe a little bit. Well, Hoyland's got the better of Buxton. Puts it into an area. Keo Zamora! Unbelievable! From the very brink of elimination, Bobby Zamora has sorely scored another playoff winner.